Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What they know about them Texas boys. You're listening to the most dangerous show in Texas. Fight night on 104.9 The Horn. Wherever you are, however you may be listening, it is now fight night. Welcome to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. I'm your host, Eddie Cross. You can find me on Twitter at Eddie Experience, one E in the middle. And joining me as always, he was at Random Weirdo walking onto the field at the LSU game, Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan, what have I told you about drinking during the tailgates and just wandering onto the field? Wasn't that impressive, though, to see that guy just, just literally just walk around like he had no idea what was going on? Yeah, just standing there with his hands on his hips, just watching. Like during as as a place running, how he got that that far out was crazy. I'm assuming there was like um, he jumped a rail, where um, you know, sometimes they'll have like the photographers stationed, and now everyone likes to have those new boxes at field level. So I think he just jumped out of Daddy's box. Well, walked onto the field. Who knows? It was awesome. So Eddie, it's great it to been see. Great you. if someone just ran him over though. Well, I mean, they tried to. Uh, it was great. To, it's great to see you. It's great to talk fights and oh. What a night. What a week last week of fights. Oh that goodness. was just crazy. Uh, you can follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find me at Nonstop MMA. Eddie, uh, first off, I got a bone to pick with you. I don't know what you're talking about. Last week, Eddie, last week we sat here and we said, you know, let's, let's actually do, uh, let's, let's make our fantasy picks. And, and Eddie, Eddie always talks about, oh my gosh, I'm in so many leagues. I'm doing all this. I do all that. So you would assume... Which is obviously here. Here comes my problem. Yeah, you would yeah. assume that Eddie knows what he's talking about. One would assume that, right, Eddie? How long have you known me? Now, let me. I want to play the clip. How long have we been doing this? I want show? to play the clip from last week. This is what I said. I, so this was the question. I came up with my draft. I said, Eddie, Cam Akers or Saquon Barkley. Well, I remember that uh, I rationalized that Cam Akers had the better quarterback. Well, That's probably still holds. Let me let me play the clip. All right, ready? Go. I'm a big dumb idiot. I think you should pick Cam Makers. There it is, right there. <laughs> That's Eddie. That's Eddie saying I should pick Cam Makers over Saquon Barkley. Unbelievable, Eddie. Well, let me tell you two things. One, we have a fantasy show right here on 1049 The Horn. You should be asking Wags, not me. True. Secondly. It's week one. They have literally 16 more games to go. Well, that big over. What's going to happen if Saquon Barkley gets injured next week? You're going to be saying, oh, Eddie, thank you. You're so, so smart. Yeah, Cam Maker's still not playing, but uh, awesome. I don't, but, I don't have, but I don't have Saquon Barkley. Uh, 31 points difference just in week one between Cam wow. Makers and, uh, and Saquon Barkley. Hey, that's got to suck. I'm not sure if you know, Saquon Barkley um, got a zero. Or excuse me, Cam Makers got a zero. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. If it makes you feel better, in um, I think one or two leagues, I benched the Bills' defense mm. because the Rams had, quote-unquote, such a high-powered offense. So that cost me a few points there myself. Well, I'm about if to lose, Eddie. feel a little better. I'm about to lose by 
30 and a half. No, I'm, I'm about to lose by about four points. Well, look, so. I called you last week the worst general manager in your league, <laughs> and then you got the uh, the ninth best draft. Yes. So out of 10. I, I will tell so, you, Herbert, already written. Herbert and Mahomes, having both of them, that's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, that, those were good picks. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, all right, Eddie. Uh, how about, you know, you were talking about uh, that LSU guy walking on the field. How about those BYU fans? They were all over the field. Did you see that? I did see that. And it's hard to imagine people rushing the field for beating Baylor. Because to me, they're just, you know, freaking Baylor. It's a top 10 team. Yeah, overrated. Kind of like A&M. Overrated. Mm. But, hey, congrats. That's a, that's a big win. Uh, it's a uh, may restart their, your Big 12 rivalry. The Mormons versus the Baptists. It could be a thing. You guys need a trophy now, though. Well, I mean, we are the Big 12 champions. You need like a... Uh, well, that was last year. Yeah. Again, you can't well, say oh, we beat the Big 12 champions. That was last year. I mean, Eddie, we there are... There needs to be like a big, like... We own the Big 12. There needs to be like a big diamond-encrusted cross that you two trade as, as a trophy. Do you want to look at the records between BYU and the Big 12? We own the Big 12. We're, we own the Pac-12. All right, well, come on in and win it next year. I'm not, I'm not gonna go that with long. all your 30 year old uh, freshmen. Hey, how about uh, Taysom Hill? Did you see him truck those dudes and get uh, that touchdown for the Saints? I didn't see that part, but I saw the end where he was celebrating a touchdown, 60 yard run. I started to text you. I started to text you, but I didn't actually see what was happening. Yeah. And I was playing a uh, a very tense game of uh, big block Jenga. Okay, well that's interesting. Uh, Eddie, yeah. I will tell you on Saturday afternoon, I got a few phone calls about the well being, the health of Eddie Cross during the UT Alabama game. Did you see my tweets? I, I don't follow you. How rude. <laughs> well, if you had seen my tweets at Eddie experience, one E in the middle, also retweeted by the horn. I showed you a couple times the, uh, the heart rate on my galaxy watch. Okay. And, um, at one point it was 95. Next time I looked it had shot up to 114. It's the first time I took a picture and tweeted it. And then after uh, Burt Auburn kicked that field goal and gave us a lead, I took another shot. 126 was my heart rate. At what point in the game? Safe to say I was a little anxious. Yeah. I I looked at my son and I told him, you know, I said, there's too much time. There's too much time. These guys are too good. And I I mean, I don't love Alabama, right? So, I mean, I was definitely rooting for Texas, but I felt like there was too much time. Well, the good thing is, number one, I don't hate Alabama, so I'm not, like, torn up over it like I would be if we'd lost to, like, A&M or Oklahoma. Two, I'm extremely proud of our guys for showing the Texas fight that we're known for, used to be known for, that we put up on the walls that they're supposed to be striving for every week. And three, it's a huge win with recruiting. Yeah. So that'll be great. Yeah. I mean, the, Texas is going to be in the SEC soon enough, right? Uh, and you know, you know what I do like on Texas? Sark. Former BYU quarterback, Steve Sarkeesian. Very true. Uh, former Aggie killer, wasn't he? I don't know. I just Did he beat them in a bowl or something? I don't know. Speaking things. of Aggies being killed, oh, my God. Appalachian State. Yeah. I, like, I love their tweet that said, thanks for the, the uh, $1.5 million. <laughs> And college game day. Yeah. Game day was going to be in College Station this Saturday, and App State stole that from the Aggies. Who, who are they playing this Saturday? $1.5 million. Appalachian State? No, no. Who is, who is A&M playing oh, this next week? Miami. Okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. And then, hey, Eddie, congratulations. The Bears beat uh, the 49ers. I saw Justin Fields uh, slide in the rain. That was, that was awesome. Thank you. Um, I don't know what happened. There was a hurricane, apparently, just touched down in Chicago. And the worst part is they just put that field down this week. So, new turf, already ruined. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, the Titans and the Packers lost. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, Eddie. I, I think we can't wait. Out. We cannot wait any longer. We have to talk the craziness that is UFC 279. So last week. Oh, guys, did, did something happen? Last week when we finished the show, <laughs> we were talking about Nate Diaz uh, coming in as the sacrificial lamb to Hamzat Shemaev. That Hamzat was going to run Rashad on him. That he was a, you know, Hamzat was a minus, over minus 1,000 favorite. Uh, it wasn't going to be pretty. Uh, Hamzat versus Nate was the main event of UFC 279. And then you had Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez. You had Tony Ferguson versus Lee Jing Lang. It, in, all in all, like, not the strongest of fight cards, but still serviceable, right? Right. And then all, like, craziness starts happening. So Then all on, hell breaks loose. On Thursday, you have the uh, press conference. Well, you almost have the press conference. It doesn't happen. You're supposed to have a press conference. Hamzat and Kevin Holland get into it in the back. And then uh, there's there's a fight where there's a push kick. Nate Diaz is out there throwing a bottle at somebody. Just kind of all craziness is happening. Not, not the first time that Nate Diaz is throwing a bottle, I, I believe. Oh, no, Connor threw the bottle the last time. Uh, Nate Diaz. Um, but just kind of craziness, right? A lot, a lot of things going on. So they cancel they cancel the, the, the press conference. Poor Lee Jing laying up there with his new suit. Doesn't get to show it off. Doesn't get to show that he's been practicing his English. And... Uh, so he doesn't, you know, nothing happens. So Dana White says, hey, look, for the safety of everybody, we've got to cancel this. It's, it's the right thing to do. We have to cancel the press conference. So no press you know, conference. I really want to know if there was, like, cameras in the back like there were for uh, uh, Connor and the bus. Yeah, the dolly. If there's, like, an like a embedded thing going on or something. I want to know if there's, there's footage. Well, you would think we that we would have saw it by Saturday night. All because, night. you know, there was an issue between Hamzat and, and Kevin Holland. So on Thursday, Friday morning... We start to hear issues that Hamzat is going to not make weight. Nate and Hamzat were scheduled to fight at 170 pounds, but Hamzat's not going to make weight. That he his doctor has told him to stop, and he ends up weighing in right before the limit at 178 and a half pounds. So just a cool eight and a half pounds over the limit. Yeah, just half a weight class, whatever you know, whatever. So now, like, it's all kind of craziness, right? Because this is the last fight on Nate Diaz's contract. If he doesn't fight, then we know that he's not going to be released. His fight is going to get, his contract is going to get extended. Uh, Nate Diaz, obviously also, you know, Nate Diaz, you could say, oh, Nate Diaz, he's, he's not about that life. He talks about fighting Brock Lesnar, Francis Ngannou. No, Nate Diaz is smart. He's not taking that fight. There's no way. There's not a chance he was going to fight Hamza Shemaev coming in. Nine pounds heavy. And a fight that, like, the UFC already wants Nate to lose. Yeah, they're already throwing him to the Lions. Now you're going to make it a supersized Lion. That would just be dumb. Yeah, and, and not fair. So he says no, right? And so and Dana had kind of said that, oh, no, the commission, uh, they wouldn't let them fight with that much disparity in their weight. Well, I mean, newsflash, uh, really? Lee Jing Lang and Daniel Rodriguez, they did that. Uh, so... <laughs> But yeah, it, it was Nate. Yeah, Nate, Nate did that. not want to. He's not taking any about that. So you heard that the UFC called Dustin Poirier, that he was going to be on a plane that he could make down to 176. Uh, he could. He had a jet standing by. He would be there that afternoon. We heard that they wanted to kind of mix up the whole card. So mix up those top six fights. Lee Jing Lang, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Holland versus Hamzat Shemaev, and um, Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson. That was the idea. Dana White goes on SportsCenter. Five o'clock here in Texas, and he announces that that's what they did. So they were able to make those fights. Uh, I hope that every single one of those guys, except for Hamzat, got their you know win bonus right away. Like, hey, win or lose, 
you are going to get your win bonus. Dana White came afterwards and said, oh, no, these guys have a deal. They're not getting extra. They got extra money. There's no yeah, one Kevin Holland was on social media dancing, talking about the extra money he was getting. So you know what happened. Yeah, no, that, that's that's the thing. And I, and I understand why they say why he says they don't, because, you know, he doesn't want other people to think and get leverage there. But right. no, they got paid. Uh, and and they better, but they better have got like their show and win. And did Hamza get uh, fined for anything? He didn't. He didn't because he actually didn't miss weight. He made his weight yeah. because it was a catch weight because he was going to fight Kevin Holland. And so yeah. in the end, Eddie, did you think in the end, is, was this a better fight card when you Definitely. had you know, Kevin Holland versus Hamza? I mean, on paper, Kevin Just Holland versus Hamza was, yeah. was better on paper. I think Hamza was, was a minus 500 favorite as opposed to a minus 1,000 favorite. Uh, you had Tony versus Nate Diaz. That's a fight that should have happened a long time ago. It never did. And then you had Lee Jing Lang versus, I mean, Lee Jing Lang got screwed. Let's be honest. I he mean, did. He got screwed all the way around all night long. But no, he, he I mean, got, if he's been working on his English, he learned a few new words. Yeah. And he probably used a few new words. He was upset. Uh, yeah, he, he got screwed. So it, that, that's the fight card they went with. So uh, I, I think we start with the main event. Nate Diaz, in his final fight on his contract, he's able to go out on his own terms with a win, fighting a G like Tony Ferguson. And I, I think I tweeted out, it just makes me happy. It made me happy to see Tony Ferguson in the main event. Like, like all is right in the world right there. You know, Nate Diaz didn't just go out with the win. He went out with a viral moment. You know, he gets to snap on the, the submission and pose for the cameras with the guns up. In his last UFC fight, that is how he was supposed to go. And, and what was on the clock when that happened? 209. 209. On the clock. Where's 209, Jordan? That's in Stockton, California, my friend. That's right. So, yeah, so he, he went out with an emphatic way to finish. Now he has all the leverage in the world in his post-fight press conference, uh, or his post-fight interview actually says, he says, hey, I'm going to go down. I'm going to show these guys how to, you know, how to fight, right? How to, uh, how to dominate another, another sport. And then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to you know, win a UFC title. I don't believe that. But Yeah, I noticed he was really vague about that other sport, not giving away any of his uh, negotiating leverage. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I think we have to think, we have to assume, right, that it's it's boxing, right? He, he didn't mention Jake Paul by name. He did say in the post-fight press conference he is going to be at the Jake Paul-Anderson Silva fight because his, his, uh, one of his teammates, uh, Chris Avila, is going to be fighting on that card. So you, Well, you, Jake Paul's already mentioned him. And so you would think that, like, that's the way they're going to go. Now, if, uh, if Anderson starches Jake Paul like he should, I'm not sure how much that sells, but that's why you need someone like Nick, Nate Diaz on the other side. You can't just pull out some random old dude again or some other um, weak YouTuber. So what do you do? You need a B-side that's huge. So, so what do we do, right? If, if Nate Diaz, if he comes, let's say Anderson Silva does win. Is it Anderson Silva versus Nate Diaz in boxing? Is that viable? Do you still run Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz? I'm just not, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm a little bit confused. I think the Jake Paul thing would point. still go just because he runs his mouth so much. That just like Conor McGregor, he will hype his next fight, and by the time it comes around, you'll have no choice but to watch it. You come in and you say something like, hey, uh, you, know, I'm, I, you know, he's a former champion. He's the best in the world. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I Jake Paul. You're just some that. guy who never won a title yeah. who talks too much, blah, blah, blah. Also, Nate's a lot smaller than Jake Paul, which is right up his alley. Yeah. So, you know, Jake would want that to happen. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and, and that's what I think, you know, that would be interesting. Uh, Tony Ferguson, who just seemed happy to be there, even afterwards, like, hey, he's just happy that he's, you know, fighting a G like uh, like Nate Diaz. Uh, 
You got to think that he's secured the bag for a while, though. I hope so. And I hope he takes a little rest. His face needs it. His reputation needs it. He's lost, what, four in a row now? Well, remember, five? he just came back from that brutal, brutal knockout, right? From, uh, from Michael yeah. Chandler. That front, yeah. that face kick. And his face took, his face took a beating. He delivered a beating to, to Nate's legs, but his face took a beating. Oh, by the way, isn't it just surprising that Tony was the face that was bleeding? Nate didn't get cut. Yeah, Nate, Nate typically, you know, he's getting cut a lot. And so it's crazy. Nate I mean, bleeds if the wind blows too hard. Nate, uh, it was funny, you know, t- t- Tony goes finally for that, uh, that takedown. And then that's when the fight. Oh, you're a there. wrestler now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and his corner just told him to go for the takedown. That's, that's bad coaching. Yeah. And then you, I, had, you I, had to know that Nate was, was training wrestling and jiu-jitsu this whole camp preparing for Hamzat. Did you hear him after but, the fight say, like, oh, I'm going to have to talk to my team about that? Because, you know, he has, new, he has new coaches, right? He's at Jackson Wink. Oh, is he? Yes. So he's in Albuquerque. Yeah. So. And, you know, mixing it up makes sense, but not realizing that Nate has been working on his wrestling and jiu-jitsu for the past three months, whatever, specifically for Hamzat, for a very strong wrestler. And you tell him, oh, you're tired now. Take him down. Bad timing. Maybe if he had done it early, he might have had a better chance. But yeah. it's, I don't think he was on the ground yet when that, when that guillotine uh, was locked in. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy for, uh, for Nate Diaz. Obviously, we're, we're looking forward to seeing, you know, what's next for him. And uh, it should be just interesting in general, right, to see where Nate Diaz goes. And, and, and with this contract situation is what's interesting, right? So it sounds like the UFC's got 90 days to match um, or a negotiating period. So he can't do anything for 90 days. And then he's got a year to match. Now, my, my guess is that Nate Diaz, if he's a self-promoter, if he is kind of going to business for himself, he can put a contract, to, uh, put something together that the UFC just cannot match in general. Oh, yeah. I guarantee the UFC won't match what Jake Paul will pay him. Yeah, that's probably true, too. So that's, that's no doubt. So, yeah, that's why he wanted this fight long ago so he could start this matching period and get this stuff over with because it's going to take a while. So yeah. we won't see him until probably, probably summer, spring at the earliest. I, uh, I yeah. agree. We will see what happens there. I got to uh, wonder if they get a new strain of weed coming from this. Yeah, who knows? Uh, all right, let's talk Hamzat versus uh, Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland didn't uh, get a punch in. Hamzat just just dominates, right? Uh, did you think that he was shady in the way that uh, Kevin Holland's going for a fist pump, you know, for a high five, and then, uh, you know, Kevin no, Holland... I didn't uh, think... He, was Hamzat, takes did Hamzat down. put his hands up going for a high five? He didn't. Kevin Holland yeah, exactly. did. He puts his hand up and then takes him down right then. That's Holland's fault. Uh, really, it only looked bad in slow motion. Uh, yeah. When the fight actually started, it didn't even look like anything to me, just like he had his hands up too high, almost like Nate Diaz does sometimes when he steps to someone, just had his hands up here, like just over his head. Yeah, that's his fault. Yeah. If, if he was going for a high five, which they had just touched hands beforehand. Yeah. So it was unnecessary in the first place. So he taps Secondly, him. if you're, you start, you're fighting someone like Hamzat, your hands should never be that high in the first place, yeah. ever. Obviously, we know that uh, Kevin Holland not great at wrestling, and uh, and this was obviously going to be a problem for him. Uh, Hamza, but he's a black belt, isn't he? He is, but I mean, he can't wrestle. He's he's been saying that years after years. Uh, Kevin Holland didn't get a punch, and he's tapped with a Darce choke in the first round. Uh, what what do you do with Hamza now? Because you got to think like Dana White talked about. Hey, is he gonna, is he going to have to move up to middleweight? You can't give. You know, the, the talk was like, hey, if he did something fantastic, maybe maybe he gets a title shot. 
you can't give him a title shot shot with Leon Edwards or or Camaro, right? Off of a, a missed weight by eight and a half pounds. Well, I heard something about him having some issue after having COVID that kind of messed with his body to where it's harder now for him to make 170. Well, he made it against and, Gilbert Burns. But it was apparently really hard, which may have led to that fight being closer than it should have. So that's what someone in his team said I heard uh, yeah. on another show. So if that's the issue, maybe just 170 just isn't for him anymore. So do you move him up? Does he get an automatic title shot at middleweight, or do you put him up against like a top no. like two guy, top three guy? Yeah, at least beat someone in middle. Have a middleweight record. Before well, he does have middleweight record. He has fought at middleweight. How long ago? Uh, I mean, he, remember he's only fought. You know, he's just started last year, right? So right. it's. Uh, I mean, he does. He he was going back and forth between middleweight and heavy and uh, and welterweight before that. So he does have. A, was he it someone in the top ten? No, of course not. I mean, Gilbert yeah. Burns was his first top ten win. Exactly. So, like, beat someone, and considering he didn't get uh, punched at all, he could run. He could run something in middleweight pretty soon. Well, when's the uh, when's the Pahea Izzy fight? That's in November. November? Yeah. He could be on that card. Well, that card's already stacked, man. We, we don't even have to worry about, uh, you know, I mean, that one. So, uh, yeah, he's got two wins. He beat, yeah, okay. he beat Gerald Mearshart and he, he beat John man. Phillips, both at, uh, uh, at middleweight. And then essentially he just beat Kevin Holland at middleweight as well. So, I remember Kevin Holland was a, yeah. uh, you know, he was, he was a middleweight as well there. So Super welterweight? <laughs> yeah. But no, I think he still needs to fight someone at middleweight first, at least just to kind of get the hype train rolling. Also, he seems to be the bad guy all of a sudden. Well, and if he's gonna, and he looks like he wants to lean into that, and if he's gonna do it, give him another fight to really hype that up. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was the first time he got booed like that ever, and the the crowd let him have it, and he just let them have it right back. Yeah, no, he did. I mean, he was kept. He, he did not credit to Joe Rogan, right? He did not want to talk about the weight cut or anything else, and, yeah. and he just wanted to just yell at people. He was kind of crazy all week, right? He was waiting. For I was Nate waiting at the on airport. the double birds. He was waiting for Nate at the airport. He was getting in a fight with Paulo Costa. He was arguing with uh, Jake Shields. He was Honestly, he's kind of acting like, like someone on home. drugs, like just kind of crazy, just crazy demeanor all week. So, I want to see his drug test. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Li Jing Lang, obviously, we mentioned that before. He got screwed. Oh. And uh, against uh, Daniel Rodriguez, I mean, both ways, right? I mean, having to fight someone that heavy, but also, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the fact that, like, the scorecards, he got screwed, too. I thought he, he didn't win. I thought he won. Yeah, it, it lost out on a chance to beat a legend in uh, Tony Ferguson. Fighting someone 10 pounds heavier. I don't know what these judges were watching. Didn't get to wear his suit. You know, and he's got to, basically, he has to stay in the U.S. Uh, between camps. Because uh, coming back from China, too many issues. So he was kind of stuck here for a while. And then to put up with that, just losing all the way around. Yeah. I would think that the UFC is going to treat Li Jinglang like he won this fight. Uh, you know, he is, he is going to... I, I would be disappointed, right, if he drops out of the rankings. He's 14 right now. Uh, I, I don't think Daniel Rodriguez should go into the rankings for him. I, I just think that that would be, you know, the right thing to do there, so... Yeah, unfortunately, the rankings are media controlled, though, so we'll yeah. see what happens. Hopefully, the media does a, right, a good job there. Uh, a couple other highlights. Johnny Walker defeats Ian Kutalaba, first-round submission. And then he's seen out there walking the streets, Vegas, uh, barefoot Yeah, what with happened? His he got, on. like, kicked out of the arena? So, like, they, so like, he didn't take his gloves off. He wanted to watch the rest of the fights. Dana said that because of COVID, they have to take people out. I, I don't know what's going on there. They said he got kicked out of the arena still wearing his, his uh, fight kit. Yeah, gloves still like, on. What? Can the guy take a shower? 
Give you, him a chance. You know, but you think about it. I mean, I mean, when we go to fights, like they come in and they do interviews. Like the guys, like it's a while. He, he I'm sure he did an interview. He was probably just wandering around with his. I don't know what he's doing. They said he was like dancing on grind. I don't know. Well, he does like to dance, so he does. Um, yeah, maybe there was some consent issues. I don't know. But Chris Barnett. Yeah, dude. Hey, first off, misses the heavyweight limit. Listen, it's heavyweight. No one's going to notice an extra two pounds. How about the extra seven? No. He came, he came in at, what, 267? Yes. Oh, is it 265? 265, yeah. Right, yeah. So he gets, you get the one-pound uh, leeway to 266. So he comes in at 267. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Look at his body. Show me where that extra pound is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there was an actual non-title women's featherweight fight, Eddie, on oh, the card. Let's not forget his dancing and flipping. Oh, he yeah. did win. Great comeback win. He was dancing on the on the uh, on the scale, dancing on the way to the to the uh, cage, and then a comeback win with the flip that might have broken his butt bones. I don't know. That looked like it hurt. Well, he had to go to the hospital afterwards, and he was he was out on on uh, on Instagram asking for someone to come pick him up from the hospital. So. <laughs> Uh, I missed that. Just a lot going on. Uh, there was an actual non-title women's featherweight fight, Eddie. Norma Dumont, what? she defeated uh, Danielle Wolf. Yeah, they have women's featherweight. That's kind of exciting. Uh, Irene Aldana, she defeated Macy Chiasson. That was Oh, I saw that uh, Danielle Wolf declared herself the number one contender. I'm sorry, Norma Dumont declared yes. herself the number one contender at featherweight. And, um, yeah, argue with her. Well, I mean, tell since, her who else since, is. Since the UFC has never put a ranking together, yeah, I, mean, I, guess, I guess whoever they wants to be it, I guess. Yeah, tell her, tell her otherwise. Yeah. Anything else? Jaltan uh, Almeida, that was nice. Any, anything else that you wanted just to highlight? That's about it for me. All right, well, let's get into BKFC just real quick. Britton Hart, she defeats Carissa Sagala for she the inaugural gets her title. Yeah. BKFC Strawweight Championship. Uh, and then, Eddie, social gloves. Did you see that knockout where Le'Veon Bell knocked oh out Adrian Peterson? Just knocked him silly. I was at uh, Buddy's Place watching these. And we were able to get. Luckily, I thought this was going to be like the uh, second or third, the, like the third fight. Ended up being the co-main, so it didn't start until right after Nate fought. So I ended up watching it, and it was a boring fight. I guess neither one of these guys wanted to end up on that Sports Center highlight. Oh, and well, they, um, they one did. Adrian Peterson still got that Mac Brown curse hanging over him. Yeah, it was a pretty punch thrown by Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, now, um, did you know who any of these other people were? Uh, Nick Young. I know who Nick Young is. Okay, Swaggy P? Yeah, I know Swaggy P. I don't know, I don't know I anybody know, else. The guy who fought, was, he was replacing a rapper named Blueface. Yeah, Minicon. I, I want to know if the guy's face is actually blue. I don't know any of those uh, people. Hey, can you, can you wake up Drake and ask him? No, that, that's not. Uh, he does not know who they are. Uh, hey, boxing, though. Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. That was, uh, that was called oh. off. That whole night of like women's boxing uh, called yeah. off in, in London to, to, due to the Queen's death. So. Yeah, it's been tentatively scheduled for October the 15th, right. still at the O2 Arena. Nice. All right, Eddie, that is UFC 279. And all this craziness, right? Uh, you're oh listening to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. Guys, we will be right back. It's What's Up With That. Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. But we can still jam on What's Up With That. Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up? 
Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. I'm your host, Eddie. That's Jordan. And Jordan, I know you know this, but we got to tell the people that seeing as this is your unofficial SNL recap show, Saturday Night Live is back for its, what, 48th season? 48th. 48th season, October 1st. No host yet. No, gosh, I don't even know, like, we know who's not going to be on the show. I haven't heard of any new cast members. No new cast members? But that's, uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're about a month away. What show are they having 311 on as the musical guest? March 11th. Good answer. I mean, Good that, answer. I mean, if they're going to do except anyone, that would be the only one. They'll be on a cruise at that we'll time? Be, we'll be on the boat, yeah. You'll be cruising. Yes, yes. So they, they probably so won't the be next, there at that time. Maybe the next week. All right. Well, um, aside from the Queen, Jordan, first our hearts go out to former UFC um, Tough Nations winner, UFC fighter and Tough Nations winner, Elias Theodoro, who passed away over the weekend. Battle with uh, was it liver cancer? I actually I heard it was actually yeah. colon con- cancer. Actually, oh, either way, um, terrible both, news. Terrible news. Yeah, he he didn't tell right? people about it, so he kind of just suffered silently, right? And uh, uh, kind of shocking, right? This was not something we expected at all. Yeah. Well, did you know, Jordan, that aside from tough, Elias Theodore was also on the Amazing Race Canada with his girlfriend? I did not know that. Yeah, they placed twelfth, and they were the first team eliminated from the race. That's kind but of a bummer. It was. But he was also in the upcoming film called Last Hit, in which he portrays an MMA fighter who's forced to retire but takes up esports. Okay. Yeah, looking like to see if that actually, uh, if it comes out or when it comes out. They've got to let us know. But he's also well known for being the ring boy for Invicta. Yes. And that was kind of fun. You would have also like made a good to, ring boy, Eddie. I would. I would. I got a nice butt. All right. But... <laughs> This has gone off the rails so quickly. It was a bad time for it, too. Jordan, um, into the news. The, the spider Anderson Silva and the, um, the bum Jake Paul held a press conference Monday for their upcoming match. I just hate talking. What's up with that? Yeah, so this was happened in L.A. Chael Sonnen up there, he was, uh, he was hosting the press conference. Well, it wasn't Anderson, but it's interesting. Chael had said that <laughs> he actually hadn't – he wasn't sure how it was going to go with Anderson and because uh, he hadn't seen him. He hadn't spoken with him since the last match they had. So that's been a while, right? And there's been a lot of animosity. Since Anderson put his knee through his chest? A lot of put his knee through his chest, almost at his chin, but on his chest. There's a lot of animosity, right, that, that things were said. Uh, I actually want to play this clip, right? So this is Anderson – and Chael talking about the barbecue, the infamous barbecue at, uh, at Anderson's house. Let me tell you something, Chael. You never come to my house to my barbecue, the barbecue. man. Why? Okay, okay, here's the thing. I didn't think it was a sincere offer. If I knew I was really invited, course, and then I didn't know if your wife forgave me, it was, it was a whole thing. That's no, the real on, answer why I didn't you, come. You need to come, please. In Brazil. No, here, in Brazil, a lot of people try to kill you, trust yeah. me. <laughs> people hate you in Brazil. But I'm not, I'm not. I love you, man. I accept. I accept that. Thank you very much. All right, so pretty classic, right? So uh, right. I like when Anderson's like, oh, no, no, not in Brazil. You, you, they would kill you here. Yeah, I mean, and he's not kidding. That's not Anderson trying to be funny. They would have actually murdered Chael. Anderson is very forgiving. Uh, but he is, and it looks like he's friends now, and he can move forward. So it was good to see those two. Uh, but it's interesting, right? So Jake Paul and Anderson Silva, very cordial together. Very, you know, it's interesting. You would think that, like, is he going to, uh, you know, 
how, how is he going to be against him uh, in the uh, in, in this fight, right? I'm, I'm interested to see kind of like what's going to happen. Is he going to respect him? Is he going to be too nice? Are we actually going to see Jake Paul try to get under the skin like he's done so many times before? I don't know if I like this Jake Paul where he is, you know, just trying to be happy, where he's just trying to, uh, you know, trying to, you know, be buddy-buddy with these fighters. Well, I think he knows that Anderson's not going to play that game with him, so it's kind of pointless. And also, there's nothing Jake Paul can do that Chael Sutton hasn't already done to Anderson, so it's kind of it's kind of dumb to even try. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's interesting. I I mean it made me more interested in it. Uh, I'm obviously I'm really interested to see what's going to happen because of you know the Nate Diaz thing. Nate Diaz will be there, like we mentioned before. Uh, so we'll see, you know, what happens and and kind of go from there and and see what happens to to Nate Diaz here. So I'm really hoping to, Nate starts some trouble. Hoping Nate starts some trouble on fight week. So just to build onto the next one. No. Also, Jake will be dis- distracted. I think no, but I think I saw somewhere heard somewhere that. Chell advised Jake to kind of get in Anderson's face uh, during the fight, trying to go after it. And I'm just like, oh, God, please, please do that. Yeah. Because I mean, as we all know, the spider is a counterpuncher. And if you rush at him, bad things, man. I mean, the, the only problem, remember, is that, you know, Jake Paul is young, he's strong, he's athletic, and, and Anderson's great, but he's also a little old in the tooth. He is. But uh, I think as long as... If he gets past the first round and he gets uh, his timing, Jake's in trouble. If he doesn't if Jake make it doesn't, past the first round, if Jake how, how get devastating a, if would that be for you? If doesn't get a knockout in the first round, oh, my heart would just drop. Yeah. That's my shoes, man. I mean, the Alabama thing was disappointing, but I was expected. This would be much worse. Yeah, I'm sure. So much worse. Yeah. All right, Jordan. Uh, Maheta Tiago Santos has a new home. What's up with that? Yeah, so Maheta has he signed a deal with the PFL. So he's coming off of two losses in a row, one to Jamal uh, Hill last month. It was a fourth-round TKO loss. Uh, the other one's a decision loss to Magomed Ankaleev, your guy, back in March. Uh, now, this is a great idea for Santos. We, we talked about this just a few weeks ago, right? This is a place that if you're not going to win a UFC title, then you should go somewhere else and try to win a million dollars. Tiago Santos, if it's a money thing, like he's not winning a title. So No, but as, as we've learned... You can't just be a washed-up UFC guy and go to PFL and think you're going to win. Yeah, but, I mean, I think Tiago Santos is still, like, I mean, he's not that far off of his streak that he had of fighting John Jones. I mean, he is he's still pretty good. He is still pretty good. But I'm just saying they got some dogs there. So just be aware that just because you're stepping down, quote-unquote, to the PFL doesn't mean you're automatically going to win. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I think it's uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely an opportunity for that to, to make some money and go from there. So, yeah. Well, speaking of other promotions, Jordan, Nate Diaz is starting his own. What? What? If he doesn't call it Stockton Slap Fighting, I'm out. Well, it's not going to be called Stockton Slap Fighting. Uh, a press release <laughs> came out last week and said that Nate is going to be applying for his promoter's license in the coming weeks. Uh, doesn't Nick already have one? For, yeah, there was like this war promotion. Yeah, And it's called Real Fight Inc. It's a new promotion that will focus on promoting combat sports, uh, boxing, MMA, and BJJ. Uh, and they also say that the new venture has you know, no bearing on his status as a fighter. He's going to continue to be very active. Uh, Real Fight it says that they're going to expand into just kind of the business side. So he's not going to fight in that league. Well, first off, Nate's never been very active. Well, that's probably true. So, so that's, a, that's a misnomer. But how are him and his brother going to have rival promotions? 
Just combine. I don't think Nick, oh, Nick, Nick does, not, does not have war yeah. anymore. That That is a, a promotion okay. that no longer exists. Well, actually, all these guys that are starting their own promotion just need to combine. Yeah. Masvidal, easily, Diaz. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, California kid, yeah. uh, Uriah Faber. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, just kind of pull everything together. Join up with like LFA or something. Put all your money in. You can make something big. Yeah. It would everyone's got to have their own thing. It's almost like MMA itself where... They could never get together to form a union. Everyone's got to do their own thing. Well, I think so the thing I guess is, is that they want to, you know, they want to focus on not just MMA though. That's I think that's the thing that it is. You got MMA, you got boxing, you got MMA, you got BJJ. So uh, the promotion is looking to attract fighters from all around the world. Uh, it could be up and coming prospects or household names. Uh, the brand is Real Ninjas, Real Fighters, Real. I'm not going to say that word, Eddie. Shiz. Yes, that's the one. But not that now, one, actually. Now, over under on how many cards that they have? Two. That's the over under. All right. You, so you mean one and a half? Yeah. Well, over no. under. What are you taking? One and a half over under. I'm going to take the under. Okay. You think it's just one? Yeah. All right. I'll slap you if it's two. <laughs> so that'll be great. How about you slap us with some new fights? All right. So we've got only a few. It finally, it's finally announced Michael Chandler. Versus Dustin Poirier, oh. UFC 281 in November. Uh, also on that card, you got Andre Petrosky versus Wellington Terman. My guy, Wellington Terman. Uh, and then yeah. over at Once UFC private 282. Remember the country club. You got Drickus Duplessis. I like this fight versus Darren Till. Uh, Eddie, did you see that that uh, picture that Hamzat put out after he missed weight with a uh, <laughs> with a fat Hamzat, fat Darren Till that said that it was Darren Till's fault? Yes. And kind like funny. everyone, they left out Patty. Come on. Nah, Bring in Patty, true. and then have someone say Herb Dean fault. Okay. All right, guys. That is what's up with that. That is New Fights, guys. You're listening to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com, and we will be right back. Until next time. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. Eddie, lots of champs this week, but the Big 12 champs, the BYU Cougars, travel to Bend, Oregon this week, 7 p.m. The number 12-ranked BYU Cougars take on the 25th-ranked Oregon Ducks. Uh, and it's going to be a tough one. we probably lose this game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but Look, Oregon got run off the field. They by Ohio did, States. but like they're, they're still – Georgia, I mean. It's in Oregon. It's going to be tough. Uh, but here, Eddie, in the great – City of Austin, Texas. UTSA is coming up from San Antonio to play Texas. 7 o'clock, DKR uh, pregame. I think at 4 o'clock here, right here on the horn? 3. 3 o'clock, right three here o'clock. on the horn. Uh, this should be good. I think, uh, obviously, Texas, heavy favorites in this. Minus 11. Um, yeah, UTSA won the Sun Belt, I think, last year. I'm not counting them out because the Sun Belt uh, whooped a few asses last week. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Oregon favored. Oregon favored minus three and a half. I, I think really, that's, that's, yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a tough game, man. That's some disrespect. It is. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't I, feel it. I saw yeah. that Georgia game. Yeah. Well, hopefully our guy Jalen Hill, Jalen Hall can take care of business. So, but Eddie, it's the Desi Sace of September. That, that means Friday, it's yes. only. It is a Canelo weekend. Canelo versus Triple G three. Eddie, woo! I'm excited. This is gonna be a big fight, man. 
And it's two guys, two future Hall of Famers trying to settle the score. But you know what? If Triple G wins, then we're going to have to do a quadrilogy because it's just one, one, and one. Yes. The quadrilogy, so, it's, it's in play. Yeah, Canelo tried to say it was over after the last win. They fought, what was it, 2018? He won by majority decision, which was kind of controversial. He tried to say the business was finished. But no. You know, he moved up to super middleweight to become undisputed. Um, Triple G stayed at middleweight, won back three of the straps that uh, Canelo vacated. The fans won it. The zone wanted it. They're both the zone fighters now. And Canelo's ascent up the weight ranks was stopped pretty harshly by Dimitri Bivol when he tried to go for his third light heavyweight title. So we're back to super middleweight defending his titles, which is actually where I want him to be. You know I love it when champs own their weight class and defend the title. Yeah. So it's the so here we go. WBA super, the WBC, the IBF, the WBO, and the ring super middleweight titles are on the line. All the belts at super middleweight. It's, I, I love it. Unfortunately, all the belts aren't on the poster. I'm a little annoyed with that. But they still have them in the press conference photos. Nice. What else but is yeah, on this, the card? This is going to be fun. Uh, Jesse Rodriguez versus Israel Gonzalez for the WBC super flyweight title. That one should be fun. A couple other guys who uh, I'm not going to bother talking about right now. All right. But you know what else is there? Is, uh, is happening this weekend. Corey Sandhagen versus Song Yadong. UFC fight night, was this, 210? This Sheesh, is. That's a lot of fight nights. Yeah, this is it. what's cool about this is like this is the continuation, Eddie, right, of the middleweight turn, or excuse me, the bantamweight tourney that we've had. You know, we had Cheeto Vera. He fought uh, Dom Cruz, right? Uh, we, we know that we have Piotr Jan. That's coming up. That fight's happening uh, in, in a month. You've got TJ Dillashaw, or Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley. You got TJ Dillashaw versus. Um, the champion, Aljamain Sterling, you know, there are, you know, uh, Jose Aldo, he just fought. Um, I mean, it's, there's, there's a lot going on. He fought Marab Devalashvili. There's a lot going on. So uh, I'm excited to see where Corey Sanhagen is. But Song Yudong is a hammer, right? I know he's only ranked, uh, you know, he's not ranked as high. He's ranked 10th. And Corey Sanhagen, he's coming off of, I think, two losses in a row. Dillashaw and the champ, Piotr Jan. Somehow still ranked fourth. But still, obviously, ranked fourth. I mean, when you lose to those guys, it's... Uh, you know that happens, but it's. Uh, I'm excited, man. This is should be a uh, uh, a fun, you know, main event. In yeah, bantamweight's just fun all around, man. Yeah. By next year, when all this washes out, we'll know who the true bantamweight champion is. And it could be Henry Cejudo. You just see him this week. He was talking to Aljamain Sterling over the weekend. He was giving oh, is him he still tips. Talking? He but he was actually he was giving him tips on uh, how to beat T.J. Dillashaw because you know he had done oh. it before. He said, "Hey, you do this," and then he's like, "Hey." That's all I'm going to give you, though. I'm not giving you anything else because I'm next. After after you beat him, <laughs> I want next. So let's go. Uh, when, is his, uh, when is he back in the? Uh, he's in the pool. So he's got. I mean, he's in the pool. But how long does he have? I think like two more months left. So okay. Uh, and then uh, in the co-main event, you got Chitty Nojukawani versus Gregory Rodriguez. Uh, you got Andre Feely versus Bill Algio. I think that's actually a, a fun one. Tanner Bowser versus oh, Tanner Bowser's back. Yeah, Nasimito. Nice. I mean, the, the the King Mullet. Of Canada, so yeah. it doesn't get much better than that. So uh, I'm excited to uh, to see Tanner Bosser, uh, and then I'm trying to think anything else. Uh, Anthony Hernandez. Oh, on the prelim card, yeah. we've got Anthony Hernandez and Trevin Giles, yeah. not not each fighting other, each other. But, yeah, 
but both are on there. Oh, but this is a good one. Aspen Ladd and Sarah McMahon. Yeah, I like that one, one as well. Yeah. Uh, Maria Agapova. I like her. Uh, she's fighting Jillian Robertson. So that should be fun as well. Uh, Eddie, anything? Uh, what's the what's the not Texas, not BYU, obviously. What is the game of the week for you? Well, let me tell you, Jordan. Are you ready for some football? Yeah. A Sunday night party. Okay. Bears. Packers. Guess who's the kings of the north right now? Uh, One to know would be the uh, is it the Vikings? One to know the Bears, the Vikings too. Okay, okay, technically the Vikings because they play the North game, but it's not the Packers. They can suck it. Oh and one. This is what happens when you take up all the money and let your best receivers go. Aaron Rodgers, D bag. I hope we. Uh, you know I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, you should because you guys are gonna lose that game. Shut up. So, you don't know. You are. You're going to lose that game. So, <laughs> Well, Eddie, I, I hope you have a great week. I hope yeah. Texas wins. I hope yeah. BYU wins. Let's be Go honest. Ducks. It's, uh, so no, like did, did you say that? Go Ducks? If you're going to be like that about my Bears. Yeah, I just said I hope, be, I hope Texas wins. How oh, much I of a, was saying at the same time, I guess. Golly, how much of a jerk are you right now? I missed that. I care about you. I mean, I, wanted, I was worried about your well-being. On, Do you uh, remember you doing my voice earlier? That wasn't me. That was, your, that, was, that was a recording. That was just a perfect recording of your voice last week. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope your dog bites you. That's that's not very nice. At oh, all. hey, what? I'm sorry. Was that allowed? That's just kind of rude. So, all right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, sports guys talking wrestling. Uh, coming up next to Myrick Justin Simmons. We are proud to be the MMA show of Texas. Tell your friends. Uh, follow us at one of, at uh, Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, we are. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, keep safe. Be nicer to each other than we are to each other. Stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't thank you, let us do it now. Happy trails to you. Till we meet again.